Live Fitter and Longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert from fitness.com, and welcome to the Fitness Show. And ta-da, this is my new studio. I'm very, very excited, especially about that. Isn't that exciting? This is fitness. It's me in a neon sign, and I am super stoked. I've been broadcasting from another room, which I wasn't super happy with before. And now I'm super duper happy. So y'all can use the comment section wherever you are to uh, say hello. And you can tell me how much you love my sign. Now, here's the deal. It does more than just uh, stay there. Look at this. I'm still learning how it works. But how pretty is that? Purple? So I want to know what your favorite color is because I'm not convinced of the perfect color I should leave this on. Uh, here we go. Green, red, orange. What I, I might cause um, like a seizure, so I, I apologize. I'm still learning how to use it. I'm trying not to cause seizures. But how exciting is that, right? Fitness. So upgrading my business, my brand, my show. I'm freaking thrilled that you are here to see it. <gasps> All right, so Sean loves the blue. Thank you. And this is my fitness blue. So um, my logo is a, a baby blue, a gray blue, and black and white. And so I actually took the blue from my logo, and we painted the wall. And now I have the sign, and I don't know what else I need to get. I'm, I'm going to have to figure it out. But, um, yeah, I'm super excited. Fitness in case you've forgotten. And Katie loves it too. Thank you. This is very exciting for me. It's like Christmas where you get a new toy. And I actually got a sign a couple weeks ago, but it's taken a while to get it up and get together. So I'm so glad you're seeing the sign. And um, yeah, hopefully onward, right? We make more improvements as we go. So we're going to talk about the best part of being overweight. And I know that sounds like, what the hell could she be talking about? But there is really good news. If you are overweight, if you have one pound to lose or 1,000 pounds to lose, I can tell you exactly um, why you should be really, really excited. But before I do that, I'm going to touch on a few things I want to share with you. And if you're watching this on replay and you don't want to hear the things I have to tell you, just fast forward five minutes and then we'll get to the great news about being overweight. Um, so first of all, private, um, private update, but my daughter, my ginger bean just moved. She left my house and now she's living at the university of Florida. She's a freshman there and I'm so excited. And here's the deal. I'm, I'm grateful she got into UF. UF is really hard to get into. If you are not familiar, uh, the university of Florida accepted 6,000 freshmen this year. They rejected 46,000 insane for a state university. I know there are others in a similar um, vein, but yikes. So very grateful she's here and she lives about 10 miles away from my home. But the reality is every time I've thought about her moving out, I've been 
crying for, I think, since she started high school. So she's moved in. We've ripped off the Band-Aid. And she has visited with me several times. She actually calls, hey, Mom, will you bring the dog so we can go for a walk? So my heart is full. And I have a baby gator out in the world. I'm very, very proud and excited. So we're sharing that. And my Boston Marathon training is going great. So I'm not going to do too much about that here. But just to let you know, I'm I'm on track. I did 18 miles about a week and a half ago. Was it fun? Not really. But did I get it done? I did. And none of it's been terribly miserable. And I think that's because I'm training so smart and I am hell bent on strength training. So I am working damn hard, lifting weights and um, my, my strength training for runners workout, the one that I recommend to you, it's at fitness.com right on the cover. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing lots of squat jumps and lunges and lateral gait. I've got my bands with me and I go through a nightmarish routine with the bands, which I love. And uh, yeah, and, and my boobs getting a little higher, a little rounder and nothing's wrong with that, right? Um, so Boston Marathon training is going great. I'm going to have a 20 miler the beginning of September and then I'm going to start tapering. So almost there. Hooray for Boston. God help Boston because I will be there and I, I intend, intend to make some noise. Now, um, I'm also going to go over the no matter what challenge today. I don't know if you know what the no matter what challenge is, but I'm going to tell you all about the no matter what challenge. And that's going to be tied into our great news about being a overweight segment. Um, before I get that there, I want you to come visit me. So I miss everybody. And I've, I've been thrilled to be able to travel the country a bunch this year to see my athletes. But I have a few races coming up and I want to make sure you're there. So if you're anywhere nearby or you know how to log on and book a flight, come see me. So first of all, I'm going to be at the Florida Real Estate Conference speaking. I have a breakout session I'm leading next week. If you're a Florida real estate agent, come and get me. I'm at the Rose and Shingle Creek on the 25th. Women run the D in Detroit. That's September 12th. Use discount code FITSNESS. Katie's going to be there. Val's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Lots of my Michiganders are going to be there. Super excited about that one. I'm going to host the Fargo Marathon at the end of September. Fargo, don't you know, is one of the best races that um, is on the flattest course type thing. So I'm. this will be my first time in Fargo, but that's the end of September. Discount code FITSNESS. Next up, Savannah Women's Half Marathon, October 9th. <laughs> Cliff, Cliff with the USS Battle Series, the event I'm dying because I can't be at this fall. Um, but the Savannah Women's Half, that's October 9th. And I know many of you are coming to that discount code fitness, but I leave Savannah, I get on a plane and I fly to Boston. So I'm going to need your good juju. And then directly uh, at the beginning of November, first up is the OC Half Marathon and 5K. You have to be at the OC Half Marathon and 5K, one of the most exciting beach parties in Southern California. That's the weekend of November 6th and November 7th. I'm actually hosting the OC Marathon show directly after this at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. So join us over there. We're going to be talking about race preparation, and you can register using discount code Team Noisy. But we expect to be you to be there and have so many fun surprises for you this year. And then directly after that, the next weekend, I'll be back here in Florida, St. Pete Run Fest, 5K, 10K, half marathon. I think there's a beer mile now, kids races and mascot races and your discount code there. It's also fitness. So um, yeah, it's easy to remember. Fitness. 
So are you ready to talk about the best part of being overweight? Yes. Are you so excited about this? You're, I know so many people are like, what the hell is she talking about? Because what could be great about overweight, being overweight? So we know there's, there's a bunch of negatives to being overweight, right? It could cause diabetes and heart disease in particular types of cancers. It definitely is something that would um, decrease your lifespan for certain. Being overweight may make you feel like you don't look so great. You may not move so great. You may be more prone to injury. The list goes on and on, right? Harder to buy clothes, yada, yada, yada. But here's the best news. And I think it's very, very exciting because people don't come to me with unsolvable problems, right? Nobody comes and says, Fitz, I'm too short. Help. <laughs> or Fitz, my eyes are really bad. Help. I get, my vision's going. The, that's not the reason people come to see me. They, people come to see me because I can help them get where they want to go. And so this is the great news about being overweight. You did that. That's right. I know that's like stings. You're like, ouch, that hurts. The best part of your weight gain is that you are fully and completely responsible for it. Get that? And why is that exciting? Why is that exciting? Is because you did that. You can change that. You have it in. You're the only person who can change that, right? Short of a plastic surgeon with a big suction cup, right? You did that. So when you put on five pounds or 25 pounds or 125 pounds, you did that. So when you look in the mirror and you see this weight gain, um, a lot of people, they, they, they skew responsibility, right? They say, well, it's not my fault I have kids or it's not my fault I'm in school or I work night shift. It's not my fault my husband is sick. No, it is your fault. And that's the best news possible because it's hard to change something that somebody else is responsible for, right? If, if the, the builder in my house screwed up the roof, I don't know how to fix the roof. <laughs> I need to rely on somebody else to show up and fix the roof, right? I can hire the bill. I can hire the roofer. I can pay for it. But I can't fix the roof myself. I don't know how to do that. The best news in the world always is that I have the power to resolve my own problems. I think that's extraordinary news. I think that is the best news ever in any capacity for every problem. If I know that it's within my own power to solve it, hell or high water, I'm going to solve that problem. And so what I want you to do right now is get really honest with yourself. I want you to look in the mirror, look down. Are you happy with what you see? Would you like to lose one pound? Would you like to lose 10? And not everybody needs to lose weight. And fitness is not all about weight loss. Fitness is about living better and living longer. And that comes through a whole bunch of efforts and endeavors. But I'm talking about people who are overweight right now. Are you one of them? Are you someone who just sits around thinking, golly, if I, if only, if only I could lose 15 pounds, that would be better. I would feel better. I would like to shop better. I would I would feel more presentable in my favorite dress or my favorite suit. You know, being weight is not a, it's not a fun time. And I know this because I was there. And so many of you don't re, don't didn't know me when I was overweight or maybe you don't remember. My high school friends were would tell you I was a little heavy set in high school. I wasn't ever obese, 
but I'm 45 pounds less than I was my freshman year of college. That's 45 pounds. And you know what that, that left me is in a very uncomfortable place. Um, I was, I hate to use the word obsessing, but I think I was, I was obsessing over my weight. It was hard to focus on the good things in my life because I didn't like my waistline. I didn't like my thighs. I didn't like my hips for certain. I didn't like um, lots of things. I just didn't like me. And uh, that does it. That's, that's a rough place to be. So I get it. You know, I can talk to you about this because I've been there. And it's interesting. Some people are like, Fitz, you don't understand. You're skinny. And A, I hate the word skinny. I think that's yucky. I think that's um, like the poor people in the Holocaust. They were skinny, right? I don't want to be skinny. Back when I had chemo, I was skinny. That wasn't cute. That felt really bad. Um, but I'm super fit now. And I'm a lean girl who feels great about the body she lives in. And I've determined the weight I want to be. And I've chosen the path to stay there. And so this is the good news is that this is within your power to make change. And I think that's absolutely thrilling. So right now, if, if whatever weight you are, um, look back. What did you do to accomplish that? You know, think about your eating habits. Are you a little bit flexible on the weekends? It's Friday night, cheat night, it's free night, it's girls night. Who cares about calories? We're going to drink all the wine and eat all the appetizers. Ah, Friday night still counts. Is your spouse sick? So I have, I have a very special person who's told me that her spouse is sick and she eats. She stress eats. We'll call it stress eats. Either way, she's eating. She's eating too much. Um, does eating help her husband feel any better? No. No. Does eating extra actually make her life any better? No, it might be a soothing, comforting thing for the moment, but it provides long-term harm. So is that actually beneficial? Is that a good choice? Not really. You know, so we all have made our choices where we've kind of screwed things up and we've ended up in a place we didn't want to be. I've certainly done that in many capacities on many occasions. Um, but it's not about what you've done so far. It's about what you're going to do now, what you're going to do moving forward. And so um, I always say you cannot own your success unless you fully take responsibility for your failures. So I'll say that again. You cannot own your success as your, hey, I did that, unless you've taken full responsibility for your failure. So you need to be in a place where you go, you know what? I've slacked off. I haven't exercised the way I should. I've been stopping by the fast food place on the way home. I claim that I'm I'm starving. I have no time. But you just simply haven't made the time. So let's start there. Think about your ownership of the things you've not done well. And now let's talk about how to make them better. So the reality is when it comes to weight loss, you hate to hear it, but calories in versus calories out, that's it. You know, if you feed your body less than it requires to sustain its size at present, you will lose weight. If you feed your body more than it requires to stay at its size, it will gain weight. It's simple math. So um, I've had a few people come around, well, I have menopause. Okay, well, menopause is actually responsible for maximum half a pound, one pound a year. So we can't blame menopause for weight gain. Um, and then all the people are like, well, my neighbor put me on this diet. Okay, your neighbor 
put you on your diet? Is your neighbor a nutritionist? Is your neighbor a licensed dietitian? Usually not. Usually your neighbor is hawking some sort of pill or shake or supplement out of the trunk of their car. Maybe your neighbor's a school teacher or bus driver or I don't know, they work at a bank and they're trying, they're doing this side hustle for weight loss. Is that really a person you want to take good quality advice from and then you fork over money? Do you know how many billions of dollars are spent and wasted every year from people buying lies? Um, it's interesting. I have these letters on the end of my name. It's a master's in exercise and sports sciences. And uh, I could charge a fortune. Now, mind you, when I when I um, work for a corporation, I do charge a fortune. But when it comes to providing a service to individuals, when it comes to you, I'm charging nothing for this information that is science. I didn't make it up. It's just the truth. Um, I probably could convince you all to give me a lot of money if I said, hey, guys, I've got this secret. It's going to cost you $500. But I'm, I'm going to help you lose weight with my secret stuff. You would give me the money. Um, a lot of people would give me the money, but I would be unethical and I'd be a liar. And then I would have no business because I unethically lied, <laughs> took advantage of you. So um, what I would like you to do is read something called the exact formula for weight loss. And the exact formula for weight loss works because it teaches you how to eat the right amount of the right food for the size you want to be. It costs you no money. You don't have to sign up for it. It's not restrictive. It doesn't tell you you can't eat white foods or you can't eat fruit or you can't eat meat. You can eat um, basically whatever you want within your own caloric budget. And caloric budgets should be personalized, right? So we've all heard that everyone should eat 1,200 calories a day. I should eat 1,200 calories a day. And I'm small. I'm a really small person. I'm a really small, lean person. Can you imagine if The Rock had 1,200 calories a day? The Rock would murder everybody. He's such a good guy, but he would, Dwayne Johnson, he would go out and murder people with a hatchet if all he were given with was 1,200 calories a day because he would be starving. That's completely inappropriate. Most people no big six foot tall people, they should not be eating 120 calories a day. 120 or 1200 calories a day is for the person who wants to be 120 pounds. There's also a, a rule of thought that says everyone should have 2500 calories a day. I would be 250 pounds if I consumed 2500 calories a day. I would eventually grow to be 250 pounds. So, what I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you is, what are you eating per day? Are you consuming 2,500 calories a day? Because you'll get there. You'll get there. Um, that's really not a great weight for the great majority of people. Now, if you're a six foot three football player, okay, 250 might work for you if you're super healthy, right? If you're a six foot six basketball player, you've made a solid muscle, I get it. 250 might be your weight. But there's not too many people that should be consuming 2,500 calories. Now, of course, that can be, uh, that's, uh, changeable if, for example, you ran a marathon that day, right? You may consume some extra calories that lead up to that. But for the majority of us, our caloric budget is your goal weight with a zero on the end. So if you would like to weigh 175 pounds, you put a zero on the end of that number and your caloric budget is 1,750. That's it. That's how many calories you consume each day. Now, um, should those be high quality calories? I think so. I think you should 
choose a variety of nutritious um, products to put in your mouth with 1,750 calories, you know, I much prefer you putting in lots of produce and lean protein sources and um, gra uh, whole grains, right? Beans and nuts and grapes and watermelon and broccoli. Yes, I, I want you to have all that. But can you have a little bit of fun too? I absolutely believe you can. So if 85, 90% of your caloric intake each day is really nutritious, the other 10 to 15% can be allotted to the fun stuff, right? So maybe you have some chocolate. I have chocolate every day, or I feel like it's a sad day, but maybe you want to have a glass of wine. Maybe you want to have a beer. Maybe it's a few Cheetos or a few French fries. It's fine. High quality goes a long way to making sure you feel well, that your body performs the way it should. Having said that, you can also eat nothing but junk for your, within your caloric budget and you would still lose weight. That's how important it is. It's the numbers that you consume affect your weight. So if uh, some people say, well, I can't lose weight. My body just won't. All right, well, if you were stranded at sea, if you were on the rowboat, stranded at sea, would you lose weight if you had no food with you? Of course you would. Of course you would lose weight. Um, and so all of our bodies are capable of losing weight. And, and that's really interesting to me how many people say, I can't lose weight. No, you're not doing the right things to help you lose weight. So um, I'm gonna put in right here a link for you. I'm actually looking it up right now. This is the beauty of the internet is that I can do stuff like this. Here's copy a link. I'm gonna provide a link and wherever you are, you just click on that link and um, don't do it now while I'm talking because I don't want you to go away. That's a full article teaching you about the exact formula for weight loss, how many calories you personally should consume, and how to squeeze that within your days. But you have complete control, and it shouldn't cost you any money and uh, other than just food, because we all need food, right? And I guess we have to pay for it. This is what I've been told when I show up at my grocery store to buy food. I've been told, hey, you got to pay for it. But there are no special products. As I told you, there's an you shouldn't be buying stuff from your neighbor to lose weight. And if I had an apple and then it had the word weight loss on, on it and it was a weight loss apple, you should buy this. If somebody tried to sell you a weight loss apple, would the alarms go off? Would you start saying, hey, that doesn't make a lot of sense. That's just an apple. Well, you'd be right because it's just an apple, right? It's a really good nutritious product and it's low in calorie and it's high in fiber and it's quite delicious too. But is it a weight loss apple? No. And so if somebody tries to sell you a sh uh, an energy bar that says weight loss energy bar, do you believe that? No. Now, if you go to the smoothie store and they want to sell you a weight loss smoothie, do you believe that? Hell no, you don't believe. There is no such thing. You're either putting the calories in or not, but there is no magic product that helps you boost your metabolism and burn calories and and get rid of fat. It doesn't work that way. The way we uh, lose weight is by eating or consuming less than we burn and creating a caloric deficit. And eventually your body will shrink down to the size you tell it to be. And that's the good news is that you can actually tell your body to be 137 pounds by consuming 1,370 calories every day. And I say every day, you should stick with that number, not just 
for the next three months until you get to 137, but for life because you want to maintain, right? So I... I weigh 117 pounds. That's my weight right now. Do I want to stay here? Yeah, I feel pretty good about it. So am I all of a sudden going to start eating 1,700 calories a day? Nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm pretty much, con I'm committed to being 1,200 calories a day girl. Now, mind you, that does change when I run 18 miles. But on an average day, you know, if I went and did a Zumba class, would I change my caloric budget? I wouldn't. I would keep it exactly the way it is. And then if I lose pounds and I want to put them back on, then maybe I'll consume a little more. But uh, your caloric budget rules the roost. It's something you should invest time in learning about. And then commit yourself to maintaining. You get an app. My Fitness Pal is a great choice. There's some other calorie management apps. And, and um, they will help you. You plug in that I had a Thomas's English muffin whole wheat and I had one teaspoon of jelly, it will do the math for you. And if you plug that in every day, and then when you hit your caloric budget, you stop eating, magically, the number on the scale will start falling. It's magic, but you have to do the work. You have to do it. Again, you know, it's not just something you're going to do for two weeks and then go back to your old habits, because what happens when you go back to the old habits? You go back to your old weight. That's right. You go back to the old body. So it's interesting to me. Sometimes people use a formula and they lose weight and they feel great and they go, I can't believe I'm this person I always dreamed I'd be. And then they just stop. You know, when I lost weight the first, well, I the first time, the the only time, right? I lost weight and then I decided to keep it off. But when I lost weight, I went from I don't know, I think I was about 160 something. And then I went down to about 116, 117. And, and that was from my first kickboxing match that I had made a significant drop in weight after I had already lost about 35 pounds. But when I got there, I thought, okay, I am not giving this up. I'm finally here. This is the body I wanted. This is the body I wanted throughout high school, throughout the first part of college. This is the body I was dreaming of. And I'm finally here. I am not letting it go. And so that's why I've never gained back the weight is because I, I decided, yes, I am here. I am not sliding backwards. And so I put my foot down. And that's why I've been able to keep the weight off since now. You have to make the commitment. You have to make the commitment. First, you really have to have the understanding. The understanding that it's the onus is on you. You did that. There is no hereditary thing that makes you overweight. Now, um, your family could have a terrible, terrible history of eating poorly. And there might be a lot of obese people in your family. That's cultural. That's behavioral. You, you were taught to eat uh, high fat, high sugar, high caloric food. I get it. I was too. I was I was trained to eat in a way that made me a bigger girl. But then I changed, right? I decided I wasn't going to continue on that trend. So I made different choices for me. But yeah, you, you're not overweight because your family's overweight. You don't have any genetic obstacle that prevents you from being fit and of ideal weight. Now, on a, there are anomalies, right? So if you're jacked up on lots of steroids because you've got cystic fibrosis, okay, that that may be a reality. But I'm talking about the grand majority of the population, and and you would have to come at me with some major, major information and doctor's notes to tell me that you actually are genetically overweight. Reality is, you probably just eat like a big person. You eat like a bigger person. Do you want to continue doing that? Do you want to continue being a bigger person? 
You know, is there one of you? Is it, are you a couple? Are you a bigger couple? Do you want to remain the bigger couple? Or do you want to be a smaller fit couple? Um, not everything is relegated to size, but we're talking about your weight, right? So don't, don't think I'm being judgy. I'm allowing you to make this decision, but do you feel like you're stuck being overweight? You're not. You are a hundred percent responsible for where you are right now. And you're a hundred percent responsible for what you are, where you are in one month and in one year and in 10 years. And I think you should think long and hard about who you want to be in one week and one month and in 10 years. Because it matters. It matters to not only the length of your life, but it matters to the quality of your life. It matters to the way you feel about yourself. Um, our weight is very relevant. And, and do we judge, do we choose our friends based on their weights? I should hope not. Uh, there's a bunch of wonderful, talented, capable, brilliant people of all weights. But uh, is it beneficial to you personally to lose weight, become of ideal weight? Yeah, probably probably is. And nobody expects their health and fitness expert to lie to them. It's interesting. Um, what's her face? I can't remember the, the chick from the biggest loser. <sighs> I forget who she was talking about, maybe Adele or someone, some famous person who had some excess weight. And she commented on the fact that it wasn't very healthy and she was worried about that celebrity and the world piled on. It's the truth right? It's the truth. Is being overweight healthy? Is it, is it good for your spinal column to have to carry around 20, 50, 100 extra pounds? It's not. Not. It's a real problem. In fact, you'll find a lot of disc issues for people that are overweight. Is it good for your hips, your knees to carry around a lot of extra weight? No. In fact, you'll find a lot of hip and knee pain and low back pain and feet pain for people who are overweight. So it's just really not a good thing. And um, yeah, we don't put your value as a human on your on the number on the scale, but it certainly is relevant. Um, so yeah, so this is what we're going to do to get you to your point B. And you're going to realize that there are zero people putting food in your mouth. Nobody comes over, puts a crank in and goes, ah, 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 shoves food in. And if that's happening, call the police. That's a bad thing. But you are going to start being disciplined about uh, the food that you ate, you're going to stick with your caloric budget no matter what. And that's that's our no matter what challenge is for one week. I want you to commit to doing this one thing you need to do. And so where do you lack? Where are you the weakest? Maybe it's you don't drink enough water. Maybe you are terrible at stretching and you know that's going to get you out of the pain you're in. Maybe you don't do strength training and you want to commit to three, four times a week. And maybe it's sticking with your caloric budget. But I want you all to commit to me. Commit. Forget me. I want you to commit to you one solid week of commitment to X, Y, Z, whatever challenge of your choosing, no matter what, no matter what happens at work, no matter what happens with your sick wife, no matter what happens with your dog or your kids or the weather, one week solid without any excuses, without any was, without any failure, one week, no matter what you commit to doing the thing you need to do. And you know, you need to do it. I'm not, I'm not, um, telling anything you don't know in that regard. So we start with our weight loss with the caloric budget. It's the number one thing. And then we're talking about fitness, right? You want to not just be smaller, you want to be fitter too. So you're going to hit those four pillars of fitness. That's cardiovascular exercise, strength training, flexibility, and balance. Those are the four pillars of fitness. And you should be pursuing 
a little bit of each. And so this show isn't about going into all of that in great detail, but I can tell you that your life is going to be much more comfortable if you pursue cardio, strength, flexibility, and balance. And if you're trying to lose weight, do not screw yourself out of strength training. So many people feel like, well, I guess I'm going to do the treadmill and the stepper until I lose weight, and then I'm going to do strength training. That is batshit crazy. That is so bonkers. It's like saying, I'm only going to brush until the cavities go away and then I'll start flossing. No, you, you just start doing it now. Um, is there any day where it's more beneficial to be weaker than stronger? Doing anything, any given day, doing any given thing, is it better to be weaker than stronger? No, no. And the weaker you are, the more likely you are to experience pain and experience injury. And what will entertain you for the weight loss thing is the more muscle you have, the faster you burn calories, the faster your metabolism. So strength training goes a long way. And of course, that flexibility, the mobility, the balance, if you don't fall down, that'll keep your workouts going. But mobility, being flexible, all of this stuff here, right here, I mean, right now, this is great stretches. This will keep you up, active, feeling better. You'll spring out of bed a little easier in the morning and be far more likely to stay committed to your workouts. The next thing I think you're going to like, and I think everybody likes it, you just need permission, is you got to remove the cranky people. You cannot be healthy with this horrible relationship looming over your shoulders. It just doesn't work that way. The stress gets to you, then you turn to alcohol or drugs, or you miss your workout. And so you have to remove the cranky people. If you, are in, if you have someone in your life that's toxic, I don't care who they are, what their relation is to you, they need to behave or they need to get out of your face. That's it. And you have to be responsible for removing them. This is your life. This is your health. And those toxic people have no place. Nah, not even not even your siblings or your spouses. You have to make those decisions because your health comes first. Without your health, what do you have? Nothing. And nothing reminds you of that um, more than getting a scary diagnosis, right? So maybe it's diabetes, maybe it's heart disease, maybe it's cancer. But the second someone tells you you have those things, all you think is, I just want to be healthy. I just want to be healthy. So you got to watch what you put in your mouth. You got to exercise in all four ways. You got to remove the cranky people. And then you got to get quality sleep. And I say that because sleepy people, tired, groggy people don't tend to exercise. Sleepy people tend to make horrible decisions when it comes to food. They're too tired to cook. They're too tired to shop. They're too tired to order grilled meat and veggies instead of a hamburger with french fries. Sleepy people don't tend to make good decisions across the board. And so add that to your list of important things to do. And that will certainly enhance your weight loss efforts. You got to get the rest. And that might mean turning off the computer, turning off your phone, um, maybe reading a book before bed. That'll uh, that'll, what's the word, um, relax you, maybe make your eyes tired, allow you to go to sleep earlier. And then you wake up and exercise. And if you have to get up and exercise before work, okay. And that might feel counterproductive. Wait, you just want me to sleep. And now you're telling me to wake up and get exercise. I would much rather you wake up a little early and get the exercise and the exercise will regenerate. It's almost like solar power, right? So you might be sleepy, but then the second you start uh, exercising, it builds energy within you. And so you have a lot more spring in your step throughout the day if you do exercise. Um, yeah. You guys know this stuff. 
you know, stuff. You may not have known the exact formula for weight loss. You may not have known the four pillars of fitness, but the onus is on you. There's really nobody else, nowhere else we can turn. No, no fingers to point when it comes to why we're overweight. Wouldn't it be interesting if you were in a room with a friend and somebody asked why they were overweight and they said, she did it. <laughs> I'm talking to you. You did it. You're responsible for this guy being overweight. What? That's insanity. And you know that. So you got to stop making excuses. You got to just put in the work. You got to make the decision. So it's not up to me whether you lose weight. It's not up to me whether you want to lose weight. Maybe you're all there watching this of ideal weight, your perfect weight, every last one of you. And you're just thinking, yes, you're right. I do all those things. And if so, that's great. I love a healthy fit audience. But I have a sneaky suspicion. There's a couple of people out there that are watching and thinking, oh, she's right. She's mean. She's horrible. She told me my weight gain was my fault. And I mean it. <laughs> it's your fault. If you have a layer of fat over your the jeans you're wearing, that's your fault. You did that. That's great news. It's so exciting. I love problems that I can fix myself. I love it. It's the greatest thing in world in the world to have power. Um, I'm type A. I like being able to control my situation. Your weight is your situation. What are you going to do about it? You start watching what you put in your mouth. The other option is to keep doing what you're doing, keep gaining more weight, keep feeling the way you feel, dealing with the consequences as they come. You can also decide to ignore the conversation. You can also decide to go, I don't know, spend a couple hundred dollars at the local supplement store, buy some products that have the word weight loss on them. You could jump in some hokey diet with your friends. Keto, that's a good one. No, it's not. It's moronic. You could get the cabbage soup diet. Oh my gosh, this is one of the greatest things ever is. I feel like for a long time, I was assaulted. We all were assaulted by the Shakeology people and the Beachbody people, and they just wouldn't go away. And then there was some other one with like herbs or a green leaf, just these snake oil salesmen everywhere. I feel like um, that has calmed down a whole heck of a lot. I don't know where they went. And I'm not looking for them, but I'm really appreciative, appreciative that they've disappeared. Goodbye, beach body people. I hope you're gone forever. All right. So uh, I would like to invite you to join our no matter what challenge, no matter what. This is you making a commitment to yourself, to doing better and being better in one category of fitness. And so you choose it. I'm not choosing it for you, but maybe it's daily stretching. Could be drink more water, drink less soda, strength train three, four times a week. Maybe it's stick to the caloric budget, the exact formula for weight loss. And I want you to do that. And then I want you to report back to me next week. And I want you to say, Fitz, you know what? I've stretched every day. My low back feels much better. Uh, whatever it is, or you can say I stretched every day and gee whiz, I'm super tight and I've gained 20 pounds. That's probably not going to be your result, but I will take whatever you have to offer uh, because I, I truly believe in a plan. And I also believe in this wicked sign, right? Look at that. I'm definitely going to cause a seizure. And I'm so sorry if you're out there seizing because of my sign. I don't necessarily know how to turn it off, but I'm very excited about it. Holy mackerel, this is big time. <gasps> I like the blue. What is your favorite color? 
got to let me know because apparently I'm going to have to choose one. I really do like that blue. It looks great. Okay. So um, if you haven't done so already, I want you to sign up for one of the races I'm announcing. Come, come see me. Women Run the D of Detroit, Fargo Marathon, the Savannah Women's Half Marathon, OC Marathon, St. Pete Run Fest. I've got a busy schedule coming up. I've got discount codes for you, and I will have so many hugs waiting for you if you want to get your tushy up and come run with me. Um, and in fact, if you're going to be in Boston running the marathon, then uh, reach out to me and let me know you're there. I'm running alone. Well, I'm just showing up alone. And I'll have a million friends once I get there. But it would be great if you were my friend there. And if you're not running, I want you to make me a sign. Go Fitz. I've never had a sign made for me. So that would be super exciting. All right, team. I'm going to get up if you haven't done so already. No, over here. Follow me at Fitzness. Visit Fitzness.com for the exact formula for weight loss. And um, yeah, get to work. See you soon, team. Bye.